0: Welcome to Frequency Matters Podcast. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm talking with Marcia Vise, founder and CTO of SciTune, and Vahiz Tusi, founder and CEO. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you for
0: your time. So I thought we could talk about your beginnings and your technology that you have. So to start off with, congratulations on the latest announcement. I assume there's a big name change here. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you for having us. Um, We're very excited about this. We're changing the name of the company um, from SciTune Corporation to Arctic Semiconductor. And um, um, the reason is that, you know, we pivoted to the 5G market a couple of years ago and we decided to change the name to sort of represent the focus of the company, which is low power 5G RF chipsets. We wanted to make sure that the name basically showcases our focus, and we can talk about the details and the reasons behind it um, during this talk.
0: Great. And so can you tell us a little bit about your background and how Cytune got started, which is now Arctic, and how it was founded in the beginning?
1: So, uh, well, communication has been my passion for more than 20 years. I have you know, multiple publications and patents in this field. I've been active in the industry. Um, I was part of the original team when Cytoon was founded, left for a few years to finish my PhD program worked at a few other companies and rejoined again at Cytune, and specifically over the past three years, my focus has been product development, technology development for the, you know, um, RF solutions that we have, 5G RF solutions that we have, and um happy to be here to talk about the details of those. Um, I'll hand it to Vahid to talk about his background and, you know, story behind founding of SciTune.
2: Yes, thank you very much, Patrick and Marcia. Uh, I started my career in semiconductor industry in 2001 uh, when I was uh, designing some crucial blocks for service lines. At the time we were designing 10 gigabit per second service lines uh, for hard drive and chip to chip communication. I then joined Econos Communications. Uh, I contributed to the CPE chipsets uh, both in the design and productization of that product the company went IPO, it was a successful run. Uh, at the very peak, I decided to start SciTune, focusing on uh, low power integrated CMOS chipsets. Through the last years, uh, we designed, developed, commercialized multiple products for broadcast industry. Uh, tier one customers like Sharp TV and Sumitomo used our chipsets in volume production. Uh, We raised multiple rounds of fundings, uh, multiple rounds of NREs from uh, Intel, Samsung, uh, and Sigma Designs. Uh, We saw a big opportunity, uh, and uh, basically we started with 5G products recently that we will talk
0: about it very soon. Okay, so why the name change? What's the significance of the new name?
1: So... We really wanted the name of the company to showcase the focus. And our focus has been low power RF solutions um, for 5G market. And lower power consumption generally leads to less heat and coldness. Hence, Arctic is very cold and we, we, we think that this is a perfect, you know, name for um, what we're doing right now. You know if if you want to talk about it somewhere between 5 to 9% of the world electricity supply is actually consumed by telecommunication and it industry and somewhere between 20 to 40% of the network operators opex actually goes to energy consumption now with the shift to 5g all of that energy consumption can be more than doubled by by actually more than doubled by 2030 And this increasing power consumption comes from, um, you know, higher number of antenna arrays, higher bandwidth, um, more bit rate. That means that base station is actually consuming more energy to be able to support the, you know, tough 5G specification. And on top of that, there will be 10 times more 5 g basis station than 4 g basis station in order to be able to cover everyone. So that leads to essentially more energy consumption and higher electricity usage. So it's extremely crucial for component providers to focus on low-power, energy-efficient solutions, and for system developers to design hardwares that um, are energy-efficient. And that has been our focus. We really want to enable you know this industry to be able to deploy 5G at scale and build infrastructure necessary to be able to support the traffic demand and the high volume of you know both traffic and and, and number of users.
0: So what have been the biggest challenges you've had to overcome in establishing the business? Uh, yes, we have seen that uh, in our industry, the
2: AI and software has received a lot of attention. Uh, from the investment community, from the VCs, uh, well, little really uh, given to the hardware folks and semiconductor industry. Uh, that we see a shift, though. We see a shift in the last one, two, three years, maybe uh, that uh, it has been. It has become obvious and vivid to the industry and the communities that uh, connectivity is important. Uh, investing in infrastructure and uh, hardware and semiconductor are crucial. And uh, therefore, uh, with that shift, we saw a big opportunity there. Uh, We have more than 40 patents specifically answering the problems of this industry. And we leverage on our technology and we came up with uh, uh, products that very well fit uh, into the picture of uh, 5G, this new world uh, of 5G.
0: Yeah, the software has to run on something. So there's gotta be a lot of hardware to go with it. So uh, what distinguishes your products in the market compared to the competition?
1: So um, obviously, there are some, you know, big brand names. You know, we we all know Qualcomm. They have been very active in this industry. They've been focusing on specifically the user side of things and 5G radios for mobile applications. Uh, but in terms of where we are, um, you know, the, the the other companies are not really laser focused. Yes, on the problems that we are trying to solve, and I can give you some examples. Um, you know, we announced we announced Ice mass production. This is a four x four RF solutions that covers you know anywhere from six hundred megahertz to seven point two gigahertz of frequency. It's a multi band, multi channel product. Um, you know, for for system builders to be able to achieve the same level of functionalities, they had to utilize discrete components um, from various vendors you know even branding vendors but at the end of the day it would be sort of um, a big you know PCB design with multiple discrete solutions that end up being not cost effective and it would not be even reliable to go into production with those and things really solve that problem. It's a fully integrated solution and on top of that you know our products in general as we said are Um, extremely low power. They have, you know, 70% lower power consumption compared to the equivalent products in the market, Um, which means that the combination of both um, really helps these, you know, um, integrator and system builders to, to develop solutions that can be deployed at scale.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a huge advantage. Can you tell us about your technology behind your products that gives you the low power, efficient transceiver technology?
2: Yes, uh, we believe that uh, low power circuit design is an attitude uh, is a mindset. So the architecture, the methodology, the circuits that we use and we design, they all lend themselves into a low power um, chip in general. Uh, on top of that, we do have uh, we have developed and patented a technology that we call hardware intelligence circuits. Uh, in which we do design the circuit's low power. Uh, we try our best on that. Uh, we are very, we have a lot of expertise for that right now in CMOS design. Uh, but then if there is any limitation, uh, we go back and correct that with our digital algorithms, with digital signal processing algorithms, that again, we do have that discipline in the company. It has, uh, it ha- we have multiple patents on that as well.
0: And your products cover the 5G and broadcast markets. You know, what specific applications are you serving within these sectors?
1: Right now, we are addressing, we're mainly focusing actually on 5G infrastructure and even the, you know, user-side CPE sector as well. You know, these products, um, co- they address a wide range of applications, um, as we said, you know, anywhere from user side, CP, all the way to small cell private network, again, to massive MIMO and macro basis station. And, and there is a reason behind it. There are actually multiple reasons behind it. One is that, um, you know, these are up converters and down converters. And the general functionality of them is to take the signal from baseband to RF and then RF to baseband. So this functionality doesn't really change from one, one application to another, you know, you have to have the same, um, per, you know, functionality in um, a CPE box and in a small cell box in a private network, or you, you same same functionality in a macro based station. So um, that's one of the reasons that we can address, you know, this wide range of applications. And the other one is that, um, you know, we define and develop these products to be extremely versatile and, and they cover, you know, a wide range of frequencies. As we said, from 600 megahertz to 7.2 gig, any 5G band, 4G band, we um, that that you know, there are, exists in the world we're, we're covering with these products. So um, OEMs and ODMs can they take this these chipsets, uh, develop solutions that with minor changes uh, can be used globally across the world with different um, in, within any of these you know sectors that we discussed. Um, so and then and then on top of that, you know, we have Ice Wings and Snow Wings. Ice Wings has the um, defined in a way that it has analog interface with the baseline modem and Snow Wings has digital interface with the modem. So depending on um, the modem of choice, Ice Wings or Snow Wings can be utilized and that again helps to address a really wide range of application and usages.
0: Yeah, I do love the names of your products, uh, Ice Wings and Snow Wings. How did you come up with those names and what are the main features of these products? I know you touched a little bit that one's analog and one's digital.
1: Yeah, definitely. So on the name, we had a big brainstorming session within the company. We wanted to make sure that the name of the product sort of represents the fact that these are wireless chips. So ice wings and snow wings are storybook dragons. So they fly. And on top of that, they're extremely cold. Um, They walk on ice and snow. So the combination of coldness and they live actually in Arctic. So (laughs) that that. The, the coldness, the strength, um, the fact that they fly combined together really uh, showcase what we wanted to say about these products. And in terms of feature sets, yes, iSwings has analog interface with the baseband modem. SnowBings has digital. SnowBings includes more of the digital functionalities related to the baseband. Um, iSwings is a fully stiff technology. It includes programmable baseband filters, um, LNAs, all in one chipset. So um, they have completely different um, architecture internally, but at the end of the day, um, in terms of system level, they address the same, you know, they have the same position in in the chain and address the same function.
0: Yeah, it all comes together, I get it now, Arctic and Ice Wings and Snow Wings, so that, that's uh, very good the way you tied it all together with the company name. And so can you tell us anything about special collaborations that you have in process, you know, who you're working with and what kind of uh, in solutions you're bringing to the market?
2: Yes, uh, we believe in open radio ecosystem. Uh, basically, this is in line with initiatives at ORAN as well. we believe customers, if there is an open radio ecosystem, uh, customers can have access to lower cost, lower power, higher performance solutions in general, any of these applications, small cells, CPE, macro, or even massive MIMO. Uh, So within that line, we have been working um, very actively with our partners across the board, both the Baseband processor partners, and DRF front-end partners. But uh, this has been in works for many months, and we will have some announcement about it very soon, and we will let you know about it.
0: Great. And so can you tell us anything about future products or enhancements that you're working on or have in the works?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the, the systems that our chips are um, currently um, utilized in are extremely cutting-edge. These are solutions that Currently, they're, they're there is no equivalent in terms of performance, in terms of cost point, in terms of power consumption in the market. So we are very focused on making sure that these products get to the market in time. 2023 is the year that um, we will see you know, some really um, you know, larger scale deployments, both in terms of small cell, in terms of private networks. So we are very excited about that. Um, in terms of our roadmap, what we are um, really, you know, our strategy is to make sure that we keep the same position, but make sure that we enable these partners um, in, in a way that they can, you know, they can develop even lower cost and um, better performance products. So it will be chipsets that have similar functionality, but they are, they have lower power consumption. They have, uh, you know, support higher bit rates, support um, better performance. So that will be um, our method, our method to um, enable this market in terms of deployment and at the end of the day, with the infrastructure being set up, um, you know the benefits that 5G has will be even more available to the end customers and the end users.
2: Yes, in general, we wanted to emphasize that uh, we have the right technology at the right time. We are answering a big problem in the market, which is the low power cost and integration For a lot of customers, we are enabling an open radio ecosystem, which is important to both our customers and partners. And uh, more importantly, we see a lot of movement in the market. We are in the very front line of this market and we see a lot of rush to uh, enable the infrastructure in 5G. And uh, we think uh, that is developing very well right now.
1: One more thing I wanted to add was, you know, to us, RF is the heart of the system. Really, the performance relies on that. It's the gateway for the signal to pass through. And even though it might have been considered commodity before, the reality is that with 5G, without high-performance solutions, there is no way to be able to leap the benefits of this, you know, advanced high-end technology and, and um we wanted to sort of emphasize the importance of it um, within the next few years, at least to, to, to enable this, um, this deployment um, at scale.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today about Arctic Semiconductor and your technology. I know everything's evolving quickly, so we look forward to maybe um, catching up with you in the future because I know things will change. To our audience, you can find more podcasts at podcast.microwavejournal.com. Thanks for listening.